I'm Tony Delangel, and welcome to the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. Today we have another episode where we have one of our patients on to talk about their history. And again, our mission is to change the way healthcare is delivered so patients don't have to suffer anymore. So literally what we're trying to do is give people a piece of their life back that they've been looking for. And today I have a guest, Kim, who is going to tell her story and and really share uh, her journey from suffering to now enjoying the experiences and the goals that you had in life. So, Kim, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, and uh, I look forward to the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't we start, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your story? You, you know, you just mentioned to me right before we started, mm-hmm. uh, you have a great story. So why don't you share with our, with our audience, we have a lot of patients okay. who listen who are suffering with pain. So why don't you share your story? Okay. Uh, last Thanksgiving, I was just in Santa Fe enjoying life, walking with my family. We do that often on weekends. And uh, I a perfectly wonderful day was totally ruined by just I tripped and fell right on the sidewalk and it can be not very much but just a little raise in the sidewalk and bam I hit the ground and uh, it was so severe that I broke a couple ribs and I've been I was pretty laid up for about three months oh jeez actually I was laid up for six to eight weeks but then after that I was up and around but for example, driving in a car, even mm-hmm. being the passenger, every little bump, I was in terrible pain. I oh, have geez. to grab my side. Sleeping was terrible. Turning over, getting in and out of bed, even at the two month mark, it was still really bad. So I wasn't able to do fun things like go for adventures, walking, hiking, which I like to do. That's like a main thing that me and my family do. Mm-hmm. And that was so severely hindered. Just walking. I had to walk slow. And um, I have young adult friends who are physical therapy majors in college. And one of them told me, you know, you, should, you shouldn't just let that go. If it's still hurting this bad at this time, you need to go get get something. And a friend of mine had a really good experience here years ago. She Mm -hmm. said it saved her from getting a knee surgery and that I should check it out. So I did. And then I met another another couple, and they said, hey, you should go see my chiropractor. (laughs) Because, you know, I told them, I think I need a chiropractor. I couldn't imagine seeing a chiropractor at first because it just hurt to breathe. Oh, sure. But after, you know... Then at that three-month mark, I was thinking, okay, something has to be done. So I made a phone call here. I met with one of the staff members, did a great intake with me. She was so empathetic and took the time to listen. Um, It was cool. She told me, the whole staff is going to meet Monday morning, and we're going to go over your case, and we're going to come up with a treatment plan. And I was really impressed with that. So so was that different for you? Why why was it? So this is the thing that, um, 
you know, the, the problem in healthcare today is when, when patients go in, you could have, let's just say, uh, rib pain, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe your doctor will give you a diagnosis, maybe give you a prescription for some pain medication. It may or may not work. But if it doesn't, then you're off to the next provider. And right. they may even tell you something different, do a series of exercises or whatever the case is. And it may or may not work. And the reality is, like, you go from one provider to the next, mm-hmm. nobody's communicating. Mm-hmm. And the end result is you just get frustrated mm-hmm. because, you know, you're hearing differing opinions and things mm-hmm. like that. So, it, like, what do you mean by um, you were really impressed mm-hmm. just with the initial intake? Well, that I began to see and sense that this is going to be a team effort. I met with one of the chiropractors who became my chiropractor for my whole treatment program. And so even from that day one, he and the staff member who was like my case manager, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, right from the start, I could see that that collaboration. Mm-hmm. And then that collaboration with me to see what I really needed. And that just led to, I ended up, my treatment plan included, included five different types of modalities to, yeah. to get well and to begin my healing journey. And as I've gone through working with all of them, I've seen a difference from everything. And so that's really different from my past experience. I had suffered frozen shoulders about 15 years ago. Um, from what just really started as an injury from sports mm-hmm. and overuse. Yeah. But physical therapy, I ended up getting worse. And at that time, I didn't understand that sometimes, you know, having an athletic background, I'm, you know, I can't call myself an athlete now, but back then <laughs> I was very athletic. Still have the mindset. Though. I do. Yeah. The only limitation has been my body, and that's been a problem. Mm-hmm. It's been a problem really ever since I had my child gave birth. Yeah. I haven't been able to regain that athle- that regular athleticism mm-hmm. without getting hurt. So I think things are going to change now. Yeah. From what I've learned here and where my body's at now, a change of mindset also. But that experience back then, I got worse. I had the idea that, well, no pain, no gain. Well, I was hurting myself in PT, and it got worse and worse. And Mm. after three physical therapists, I almost had to have a surgery where they manipulate the arm. But then I learned that that had a low success rate. I didn't want to go through that. So I got really depressed. I just quit everything. And it just took time. And slowly I came out of that depression. Slowly I gained more and more motion. But since coming here, Mm -hmm. I've gained even more motion because my shoulders have been kind of thawing out all these years. It's been (laughs) over a decade. Oh, geez. That's bad. I used to play tennis. I was an avid tennis player. I'm not really back on the court that much yet. I, I mess around a little bit. Um, but we're getting ready to play some pickleball. So there you we go. Just got yeah. some pickleball that's going to be a little less tension on the shoulders. Yeah. And now I can do that. I know I can do it. So let me ask you this then. You went through three different physical therapists. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put you under anesthesia to the, manipulate the shoulder to break up the scar tissue in the shoulder. The orthopedic surgeon did. So okay. by that point, I was seeing an orthopedic surgeon and I was getting cortisone injections. Okay. And 
I got worse after the cortisone injections. I look back and I don't know if it was my body's just rejection or an allergy, but some people get better with that. I got significantly worse after the injection started along with the physical therapy to where I had to just quit all of it. So you, you seem like you're very in tune with your body. The thing with cortisone injections are it softens the ligaments and cartilage wherever they're injecting. So you can only do so many. Otherwise, it actually starts to further erode cartilage and ligaments and things like that. That's the part they don't tell you. Mm. And so uh, going through, yeah, it's going to numb yeah. the pain, but it does make people sick. It does you know, erode well, things it even further. it didn't even numb the pain for me. Which Nothing makes it even could worse. touch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was taking like 12 to 15 extra strength Tylenol and ibuprofen throughout the day. Oh, my goodness. It was, yeah, it's not healthy. Yeah. Not healthy at all. And this is so common, though. This is what most people do is, you know, they may hear differing opinions about what to do. They may have a hard time getting in to see their, their providers. And so what we've done is we've created this system where you get one opinion, one treatment plan, all mm-hmm. done under one roof. Yes. So just like you said, you get that comprehensive approach where it leads to no confusion and better patient outcomes. Ever since we've done this, the success rate has gone through the roof. Like mm-hmm. We have a 98% success rate when people follow through oh, with wow. recommendations. Yeah, so um, the model is there, and now we're trying to expand. But all of this stuff that you were going through, that's what led to the depression, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then how long did that last for? The depression lasted for probably another six to eight months. So now we're talking, we're past a year with this debilitating pain. Uh, The pain, that pain in my shoulders lasted really badly for a couple of years, two to three years. Mm -hmm. And then about the three-year mark, it started to become bearable, and then I got plugged into college courses. I decided to get a master's degree because that point in my life had come, and I'd raised my child, and he was off doing college himself, so Mm -hmm. we both went to college. (laughs) Only I went and got my graduate degree. Okay. And during that time, it took my mind. I learned how to, at that point, I was able to uh, mind over matter. It still hurt. And even coming here, my shoulders still hurt. But you know what? I'm sitting before you right now and there's no pain in my shoulders. So <clears throat> you mentioned that you were a former athlete and it's yes. you, you say you can't call yourself an athlete, but it's the athlete's mentality True. that allowed you to push through certain mm-hmm. things. And you really had to understand your body. This is why I'm saying like you seem like you're really in tune with your body because you had to understand the difference between yes. good pain and bad pain. And I learned that here. So let me ask you mm-hmm. this. Like, this is the other thing. We want to be able to teach people mm-hmm. how to take care of themselves for the rest of their life so they don't have to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. And that almost sounds like counterintuitive to what we want to do from a business standpoint. But the mm-hmm. reality is it's uh, just like you said, you mm-hmm. had a friend and then somebody else said, go see my chiropractor mm-hmm. and everyone came yes. to the same place. Yes, that's what happened. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what we love to hear because mm-hmm. um, when, when it's like that, that really does make us feel good because uh, when you have a big operation with so many different services under one roof, 
you have there's a lot of coordinating involved behind closed doors, and so in order to make that uh, successful, there's constant communication that has to happen. So when you have the outcome like you did, I can't tell you how much that means to us because it's it's uh, it's such. Uh, a big effort to put this entire machine together there. Oh, that's so. really cool. Well, I'm glad to share that um, each each staff member, each therapist, it was amazing. So I got, I received dry needling. My, yeah. my program included dry needling, chiropractor adjustments, rehabilitation, napropathy, and red light therapy. I had never had red light, dry needling, or napropathy before. Yeah. And I'd never done rehab, only that experience with yeah. physical therapy that went bad. Okay. So uh, the dry needling, I just have to say, it doesn't, doesn't feel wonderful to me, <laughs> yeah. but I responded and I felt more movement in my body by that night. Yeah. I still would have some discomfort after dry needling sessions, mm-hmm. but by the next day, it's melting and discomfort is melting away. Yeah. And I had more mo- mo- motion. So Absolutely. where I was working on was my hips, my ribs and my shoulders. Those were the, the three areas. And my hips became more painful throughout the rehabilitation, mm-hmm. but over time, we learned to work through it. There were things, exercises they'd give me that I couldn't even do at the start. Switchbacks? Yes. I couldn't do switchbacks. Yeah. They hurt so much. But I, I was determined. I saw others in the rehab room were, yes. were working. Yeah. Some were further on than me. Some were behind me. And I think that's really good, too, because yeah. I saw the ones who were a step ahead of me, and I I wanted, you know, that kind of, yeah. that athlete in me from yes. way back was like, I want to get there. I want to get there, but I don't want to hurt myself. And then somebody else would be seeing me, seeing me do something. And she'd say, man, I can't, I hope I can get to that point. Yes. And then it was cool. Cause I could tell her you will, you will, because I did, I, I got through it. It's yeah. like, I couldn't do the switchbacks. I do switchbacks every day at home now. Perfect. Just to, to keep it lubricated, keep it moving. Yes. And, um, but so there's, oh man, I could say so much about the experience with rehab, but then the red light was new to me mm-hmm. and the napropathy therapy was uh, new. Uh, it, it, it made a huge difference, and Romer, the the therapist taught yeah. me how to do napropathy on myself. Yes. So I have some tools at home that I'll use, and um, that game changer. Yes. You know, a lot of people don't even know about napropathy, and the thing is, you know, they they specialize in turning on certain muscles that haven't been turned on for a long period of time. Then you start getting into movement patterns. So the goal with rehab is to is to build stability through movement. And so here's what happens. When when we're younger, we can move whatever way we want, mm-hmm. right? But as we age and what ends up happening is we, you know, we don't move as much as we should. We don't we don't focus on things that kids used to focus on. So mm-hmm. what ends up happening is, you know, the whole phrase you use it or if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to start to reinstill those movement patterns that kids were doing. And initially, that's the same thing you get. So there's, you know, most patients will say, 
I can't do this. And that's the I whole. I did say that. Yes. I and, totally did. And, and what ends up happening, there's certain foundational um, principles, if you will, that we want to instill in everybody. Because as time goes on, most people lose mobility through their hips. They develop knee problems. They develop back problems because their hips and their pelvis, they don't move like they should anymore. So some of those movement patterns that you're talking about, that's exactly what it's designed to do is reinstall that, that mobility through the pelvis and the hips so that way the knees don't take the abuse and so that way the lower Makes back sense. doesn't take the abuse. But building stability through movement, then it's like, okay, what do you have to do throughout your day so that way you can be functional. It could be just going from sitting to standing. It could be from going mm-hmm. to, from the floor to a standing position, picking mm-hmm. things up, walking, running, whatever it is. We want to know that so that way we can tailor those movement patterns and and make you stable in those movement patterns mm-hmm. so that way you're healthy for the rest of your life, right? And so mm-hmm. we can improve your range of motion. Mm-hmm. We can decrease pain and inflammation. Like you said, you know, most mm-hmm. people just give you a cortisone shot and then, right. oh, I feel it better. makes you worse. Exactly. But if you do all of those things, but you don't build stability back into the things that you need to do, you know, just throughout your everyday mm-hmm. life, then the pain is going to come back. Mm-hmm. And so this may be a little bit different than most physical therapy programs and things. Mm-hmm. But again, when we focus on the movement patterns that you have to do every single day and we teach you how to be stable throughout the movement, mm-hmm. that's when the success comes. And that's where the long-term benefits come because you that. know how to take care of yourself forever. I see you know? that. And that's what rehabilitation was. Yes. I learned that just from standing, walking. It's so funny when... They, when they taught me all these exercises and when they taught me to, they taught me to think yeah. about what my body was doing and how this moves when I go to do this. Yeah. So pivoting at the hips is huge. Yes. Anytime I bend over. And how many times do you bend over in your home when you're doing work, <laughs> housework or whatever? You have to. Yeah. But I, they're they're the staffs i hear their words in my head yeah. when they say okay pivot right here bend your knees slightly and then your shoulders i'll never forget it's so there's a lot of instruction a lot but mm-hmm. the thing is this is what i love about it i can bring up some medical providers and they're not even that intuitive to their bodies compared to what you're talking about right now. Everything that you're talking about, wow. I know exactly, you know, pivot at the hip, yes. bend the knee, do this, do that. Uh-huh. And all those little nuances that we coach mm-hmm. you on while you're going through this process, those little things matter. But if you don't understand the feel mm-hmm. of all of this, like pivot at the hip, what does that feel like? Right. right? I had to learn it. Yeah. And then I had questions like, for example... Standing, so posture has been an issue for me, especially the older I've gotten and as I've had all these health things. And I just thought that the goal in having good posture is you put your head up high and you pull your shoulders back. And they really explained to me that, that no, it's it's different. It's just not that. And that could have been contributing to some shoulder issues. Yep. If I was just thinking that there was much more involved and then I had to practice and now I have these things to practice at home. Yes. And I really get that the more I do that at home, the more it locks into my brain. It's a sensation brain connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it is. You know, we really teach, 
three different things. Connect the shoulders to your trunk, breathe to connect the upper and lower half together, and then learn how to utilize the glutes by kind of sticking them back and out. And so, yes, those are the three 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 things. things. (laughs) But when you do that, and then you do that in every single movement Mm -hmm. pattern that you have to do in life. Now, all of a sudden, your body's connected, it's stable, it knows how to move, right? That's and that's, it's, it's fantastic. That makes me extremely happy that mm-hmm. you know how to do all that stuff because mm-hmm. um, to teach that is, it's not easy, you know, especially when, like, just like you said, we have to teach patients how to feel what we're trying mm-hmm. to tell them. And that's not always easy. So um, it, it takes time. It feels unnatural. It, it does. Felt unnat- over time, you know, I've, especially after the shoulders, I've got this, I have a bit of a hunch. Mm -hmm. That's comfortable to me. Yeah. So to work against that by having the good posture, it kind of hurts. Yep. But it's hurting less and less the more I'm practicing and the more I'm engaging. So my treatment therapy is over, but I'm not, I'm not still where I could be. There's yeah. still much more to, for me to do in the exercises, and there's still much more strength to gain. There's still more to reclaim. Oh, absolutely. So what I'm thinking is uh, after I take care of some other medical things like dental work, uh, looking towards the new year, what I want to do is set up another rehabilitation, two mm-hmm. months, sure. like a tune-up, two-month thing to just go another step, another level. Yes. And so, you know, I'm doing everything in moderation. I'm making it work for my lifestyle and my schedule and uh, what I can afford. Sure. And so that's kind of a goal I have. Yeah, that's and that's excellent. You know, they think the the journey never really ends. That's, you know, for all of us. Mm -hmm. And we all have our limitations. And so it's a constant battle where it's an, it's an uphill battle, you know, as we age and, you know, we have mm-hmm. to focus more and more on the things. Mm-hmm. And so uh, really it's like as we go, we figure out what our movement limitations are and mm-hmm. we focus on that so that way we never lose it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so over time, um, you know, there's certain things. We don't have to lift a ton of heavy weight and all this other stuff mm-hmm. that you see in gyms. That's actually counterintuitive to what we're trying to accomplish because it can limit your movement capability. It can it can compress joints. It can lead to those types wow. of things. We want to build stability through the movement patterns that you have to do mm-hmm. just in life. So, and the, and what what is really cool about what you just said is that maybe initially you had your doubts. Oh, I did. Yeah, and now you're done with care, and you're telling us that you want to continue mm-hmm. on. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's that's how we know that. Um, you're going to continue to improve in the quality of your life because you want it, you know, and we have t-shirts that you see us wear on on Fridays Mm -hmm. where it says everyone wants to eat, but few will hunt. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to be healthy, but very few are willing to do. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. And about three weeks in, I wanted to quit because all of a sudden I'm realizing, oh man, my hips are hurting so much. What yep. is going on here? And then, and then the athlete came out in you. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were things that, like with my shoulders, to do certain exercises, I couldn't even move my arms in that position. Yeah. And uh, because of the limited range of motion, it gets stuck. My mm-hmm. arm is just stuck 
when I push into certain ranges and I thought, I can't do this. Yeah. And then flashbacks of the bad experience through PT came back and I just thought, there's no way this is not going to work for me. But I told, I talked to some staff members and I, I tried to be honest because I, I was trying to invest in, yeah. in my health. I was yes. trying to invest in this process and believe in it. But my brain was working against believing that this can work for me. Mm-hmm. And then my because body's past limitations. History. But then in communicating, the staff, they all, were, they all explained, well, we can find a different way to achieve the same result work on the same thing we're trying to do but we'll find a different way that you that your that your body can do yeah and then i that was a game changer for me because then i realized oh my goodness the the goal is just to get this this body position or this stabilization or but i have to do this exercise and i can't do it well what else can we do to achieve the same result exactly and so learning to work together and then me taking that ownership learning that I'm a part of this it's not just these people trying to hurt me or trying to say do this or do that which is kind of the how I felt my past experience was but now it was more no I'm the agent yes I'm I'm in control here absolutely and then everybody is working with me yeah you're nailing it on the head um very rarely do we see somebody say, okay, do this, and then just, and the, they can do it perfectly. That never happens. Hmm. So what we have to do is listen, hmm. see what you can do, pay attention to your movement habits, and then make the modifications from there. There's always a modification. So the one thing that most people don't pick up on, but the rehab staff is really good at, is modifying whatever we need to do. You know, this is where we want to get to. Mm-hmm. This is where you're at right now. This is how we have to change things and eventually build up to getting it. Like you said, on those switchbacks, you're doing them at home mm-hmm. just on Easy your own. Now. Easy now, right? Mm-hmm. And now I, I can't tell you what that does for the lower back and the knees, like how much stress it's going to take off of those areas. Mm-hmm. And initially when people come in, like we had a patient the other day. Um, she was a doctor also. And... She came in and she said, my goal is to run again. Okay, we're going to tailor what you're doing in rehab so that way you can get back to running. You said it was your goal. We're going to make it your goal. You, As a healthcare provider, you never want to take a piece of somebody's life away from them. You only try to give it back. Like that's the, the reality. So she went and I think she had uh, a PT friend or something like that and I think he told her, based on your condition, you should never run again. You're only going to like make things worse. Mm-hmm. So immediately in her mind, yeah. it was like, I have this limitation now that I should never run again. Mm-hmm. And you took somebody, a piece of that mm-hmm. person's life away from them. You're, this person wasn't old or anything like that. You mm-hmm. took that piece of life away from them. Because you looked at maybe an image or whatever the case is and said, nope, you should never run again. Never do that. If you're a healthcare provider um, who follow us, who follows us, never say that to your patients. Mm-hmm. Always find a way to give that piece of their life back and, and give them what they're looking for as far as enjoyment. Never take it away. And that's, to me, that was like 
that probably hurt more than anything else because we can say and do as much as we can, but if they have people who are saying, nope, you shouldn't do this because it's going to make you debilitated or whatever the case is, you never want to do that. <laughs> you know, and That's, that's kind of what happened to me. Nobody said don't do these things, but I, I totally lost my ability to play tennis. Yes. And to this day... One of my goals is to be able to play, but now there's this pickleball, and that could be a nice medium for me. But I was playing bass guitar. I had to stop playing bass guitar because there was pain in my yeah. arm. But here, and the chiropractor told me, he says, keep doing it, get back. And he's able to adjust my elbows yeah. and my wrists and my fingers so that I'm learning, oh, I can still keep playing because I've developed, I got that mindset. And that that makes you depressed. That's what leads to it, yeah. That That's lowering your quality of life. Yes. And I want my quality of life to be rich. And as I get older, I want to keep enjoying so that I'm, I can have a long life and enjoy my family and doing things. And we got a beautiful world oh. that God has given us. And yes. And I love I love exploring. We just got back from a big trip to the UK. That's right. I hiked in Ireland, and that was my goal, to hike better and longer. And my son and husband saw the difference. Yeah. So I was. I had uh, greater strength on this trip. I, I, uh, it, I was sus- the hiking I could sustain longer and more. There was one hike I didn't make all the way. We mm-hmm. did a hike to the Old Man of Store in in Scotland. Mm-hmm. I didn't make it all the way, but I made it to the halfway point. And part of that was time limitation. If we had the whole day, yeah. I could have taken my time. And I, I know I have peace, and it feels good to know I could have gone the whole way if we had more time. But under our time constraint, I could only do half the day. And you know what? I'm good with that. So before all of the you went through this entire journey with us, would you have been able to do that? I I might have been, but I guarantee I would have been in a lot more pain this time. So I have a little beastie ball. It's a therapy ball. Mm-hmm. And things I learned for myofascial release here, I I took that ball with me that went in my luggage so that I did have some days where we walked eight to 10, 13 miles or hiked. And there were days where my hips were in bad pain. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that was terribly painful on this trip was the pain. But it wasn't terrible like other times. Like yeah. we did hiking in Yosemite and I got this terrible vasculitis mm-hmm. on both legs and I was in terrible pain that it kind of ruins the rest of the yeah. the trip and then we did some hiking at the nepali coast in Kauai, and i sprained my ankle on that on day two so i lived with the sprained ankle and i didn't let it stop me from doing stuff because we were in hawaii you sure. know so i kept <laughs> yeah i kept working on that sprained ankle but um this was way better yeah now i i did have one little trip but thank God I didn't fall. I caught myself, and we all stopped because it was like one of those I gasp, and everybody turns around, and, and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, it just scared <laughs> me because uh, I don't want to fall anymore. Yeah. That's been an issue, and that shouldn't be an issue. You're I'm right. I'm not that old. You're right. It shouldn't be an issue. So 
I'm thinking I've got to be more stable and steady on my feet now mm-hmm. with things that I've gained. I'm thinking that I've gained more than I even realize. Yes, and, and you know that's one of the things that we've heard over the years from from patients is I feel like I I'm not stable. I feel like I'm um, I'm afraid to fall, and mm-hmm. you hear that a lot. And so mm-hmm. we've built programs around just walking where we start to make people more stable so they can actually be confident going through that process. But this is, folks, listen to her language. Listen, I mean, she's speaking, you're speaking like a therapist. And and, and so the fact that you're speaking like that and you're saying all these things and you're doing these things, even taking it with you on trips across, you know, overseas, Mm -hmm. that tells me, again, you understand what you need to do to take care of yourself for the rest of your life. Oh, it helped because those nights where I had pain, I'm not going to lie, there was pain. I took that therapy ball and I did the myofascial release techniques that I learned here uh, against the wall. I didn't want to get down on the floor to the hotel and <laughs> yeah. Airbnbs, yeah. you know? <laughs> so that stuff, I waited till I got home. Huh? I, that was put on the shelf for sure. <laughs> a couple weeks, sadly. But I did, I did stretching. I did those exercises against the wall, anything I could. And it made the difference. Yes. I felt, I felt relief. And then I had a good night rest. And then the next day I could be out there again. Absolutely. And so you, you hit it on the head right there. Most people think that when you go to a healthcare provider and you get out of pain, that's forever. That doesn't exist. So what we have to do, life, life is too dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the human body is too dynamic. You're going to be stressed. You're going to sleep funny. You're going to pick things up funny. You're mm-hmm. going to do all these things that just kind of build up over time. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand how to take care of yourself when those things do happen. So you don't have to keep coming in in a crisis situation to a healthcare provider. That's sense. the ultimate goal. So a lot of times patients will ask us, well, is this going to get rid of my pain forever? No, it's not going to get rid of it forever, but we're going to get rid of it, and then mm-hmm. we're going to teach you how to take care yeah, of it so that way you, you don't get into these crisis mm-hmm. moments, right? Totally so, understand. So let me ask you this. What are your future plans then? Do you have any goals now that you, you're, you're moving better and you, mm-hmm. you know how to take care of yourself? Well, I want to get back on my bass guitar more, and uh, we are, my husband and I together, are uh, embarking on a journey of going to the gym more. He just joined the gym. Uh I've been working in the gym for a while now, Mm -hmm. but now he has joined and we're going to be doing this together. We want to learn pickleball, which I think is going to be really easy for us. Uh I mean, I better watch what I say though, because you (laughs) never know. Um, I want to do good at that and have a a sport that's just fun. That I loved tennis. Tennis was social, very very competitive. With pickleball, I think we can get competitive. You know, I hear things so, and it's become a popular thing. So we just bought our little pickleball paddles and the wiffle ball. So we're going to check that out. We found a facility. So that my guitar and. A lifelong love of hiking and yeah. outdoors in creation and yeah. doing that with family and friends and just each other. I love that time with my husband. Oh. It's the best. It, you know what? The Probably the most therapeutic thing you can mm-hmm. do out there is just get out in nature. A walk just, in the woods. Oh, my and goodness. I'm good. Walk in the mountains. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, my, that's my life. That's what I love. 
Well, good for you. I can't tell you how happy we are for you, and uh, we look forward to just working with you whenever you need us. But the reality is, you you know how to take care of yourself, right? And so, I I um, think so. (laughs) I'm getting it down. I'm learning. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, folks, if if you guys have any questions, always feel free to reach out to us. This is what we do. We give people a piece of their life back, so they don't have to suffer anymore. And we're changing the way healthcare is delivered so that way patients can enjoy their lives. And so again, it could be you, it could be a loved one, but if you guys have anybody um, who you feel like can benefit from this, send it to them because uh, there's so many people out there who are suffering from depression because Mm -hmm. they can't move anymore. Mm -hmm. And so do you have any advice uh, for our listeners that you would like to share for them? I... I've been afraid. I was afraid there were like the first few weeks coming here. I was afraid because I thought, what if this doesn't take away my pain? This, this costs me, you know, it's a decision. But my advice is don't be afraid. I needed to try something. I needed something new. I didn't want to go back to just something like physical therapy that I've done before. I wanted something new and Something like this gives you connection with more people. So yes. you've, got, you've got more people. Everybody's communicating. Here, they talk to, the staff talk to each other, too. So you're all working together. So uh, pushing through your doubts, your uh, fear, doubts and fears, I can be plagued by those. Yeah. And those could have made me stop. Because I, I almost stopped at three weeks in. Mm-hmm. I just was thinking, I don't know. I I almost at least quit the rehab. I'm so glad I finished. <laughs> I'm so glad I made it to the end of my treatment plan. I'm so. It makes me feel good, and I saw, wow, I thought I couldn't do that, but now I can. And what else can I do? And I see where I need to go. I know the goals that I'm working on at home, and. So, and I know I have a ways to go. There's still some things, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm still, it's a work in progress. So my advice is don't be afraid. Try it. Uh, if, if it's here, do what you need to do. Don't, and just don't give up because Absolutely. I, I have felt like I have given up in the past. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Keep, keep trying. Just keep moving forward. Do it for your forward. family. Do it for your kids your grandchildren, and your spouse, and you feel good for you, you know? Absolutely. So don't give up. Don't quit. That's, I don't know what else. No, to. that's great. That's great advice. And, and folks, I hope you guys listen and, and hear it to the fullest. So thank you again, and we wish you the best. If you guys have any questions, always feel free to reach out to us on the Gonstead Unfiltered podcast. But until next time, folks, we'll see you then.